blonde Take your pick on this island Love will swim in this ocean In utopia This is our type on paper He's just like my type on paper Sarah, what a monumentous day. Monumental? Monumentous? Momentous or monumental? Mm. Both. <laughs> mm. uh, we are celebrating our... 60th? 60th anniversary, aka episode. <laughs> 60th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and we just watched, in person, together, our first Love Island episode, which I think is beautiful how serendipitous it was that it concluded with the end of Casa Amor. We have watched seven and a half seasons now <laughs> separately, separately, completely separate. Sometimes in a different state. Most often, Most often. I would say, in a different state. <laughs> and now <laughs> we, are t- we are across for, uh, my coffee table from each other. The mic is in between us. It's like a centerpiece at a date. <laughs> Just, <laughs> we're just, we just keep trying to figure out. It's like, you know, you're trying to kiss someone, you don't know which direction they're going to go. We just keep like dodging back and forth it's so we can like see each other's face around the microphone because we're on the floor. <laughs> so we watched our first episode together and now we're recording our first episode together. So it's a triple whammy of anniversaries <laughs> of recording together watching together. Did we do anything else? You met my parents? I met Catherine's parents for the first time and I asked them where I rank amongst your other friends. I didn't get a decisive answer, but I think I'm number two. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a, you know, safe bet. (laughs) And I'm not mad about it. For having just met them to be number two, that's pretty high. Yeah. I also think that uh, Kat's dad and I really bonded. Yeah, uh, two we, Tauruses. Yeah, we saw the black phone together. Uh, he and I and I Catherine there. was also there. But, <laughs> but there was a point where she got up to get a drink. And that's when Terry and I knew that <laughs> we were twin flames. <laughs> Didn't you say you uh, talked about true crime together? <laughs> yes, we did. Well, he brought up the show The Bear, which I have not started watching yet. Is that and true then, crime? Um, no, that's about a chef. Um, but it looks scary. Oh. Yeah. And then um, we talked about The Staircase, mm, the, right, right, right. the scripted and uh, unscripted iterations. Yeah. So Sarah and my dad are best friends, and he will be taking over as co-host of this Love Island podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're phasing Catherine out. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Speaking of Love Island. It is so hard. I don't know that we can ever do this again together, because when we watch it, I was like, well, I guess we can't make comments or any kind of commentary while Mm -hmm. we watch it together so we can save it all for the podcast, like try and not give away any reactions. And I was like in my shirt most of the time because I normally I talk to the computer when I watch the show. Mm -hmm. And so to hold those comments in was painful (laughs) physically and and mentally. We, We didn't say any words. But we definitely did not hide our reactions. <laughs> our bodies wouldn't allow it. We, we like, convulsed. <laughs> you you screamed. There was a visceral scream at one point. I wrote it down. And then there was, there are a couple points. Yeah, I saw the shirt. I saw the shirt tucking. And then I had a reaction of hitting my thigh and then turning away angrily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because it, it was so much. And now 
we get to talk about those reactions because guess what week it is? Happy Casa Amor week. <laughs> Which I'm so, I'm so confused. I guess not confused. I'm curious mm -hmm. how the rest of the season is going to go because this came so early. Normally after Casa, we only have maybe three weeks left of the show. Mm -hmm. We have five. That's insane. So what are we going to do for, for for five weeks? They might get a whole new cast. They might host the wedding ceremonies. <laughs> Tomorrow's baby day. <laughs> but it's their real babies because they've been in the villa so long. They've all gone through full gestational periods. Actually, next week is Love Island Next Gen. <laughs> With the babies. The babies start uni. Like Cara and Nathan's kids. And then... <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes, so this whole week is like a this whole villa is like a time capsule. Everyone's stuck in there. However, the girls get to go out for uh Casa More, told its cocktails. We start this week when the guys come in. They've already been in. The, we've seen, we've seen them, them enter. Uh, and we got their intros. Yeah. We did not get any girls' intros yet. Yes. So that's where we start off. I feel like you you can see me like pop my you can see my quirks now i don't like them and I it's gonna be really hard to edit those out because we have one audio line now so you need to really focus on <laughs> step on, up your game yeah like i'm trying to focus on not saying i know the words the that i always go to i always say which blah blah blah, and i need to stop saying the word which it needs to leave my vocabulary oh. and also the word and I say too much. So mm. I think I'm just going to take a lot of thoughtful pauses mm. that our editor can edit around. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah. Thoughtful pauses are a go. Oh, by the way, you guys, this episode will have been edited by our newly appointed second editor, Huli. Huli, if you're listening to this, I hope this is entertaining for you. <laughs> if not, you're only signed on for one season <laughs> thus far. So <laughs> thank you, Huli. <laughs> is this a thoughtful pause? Well, it's a lot of direct eye contact now, which I'm just not used to. <laughs> Usually I look at my notes and I say, hey, Sarah, can we go back? I have another thought. Mm. And now you can just see me have all these thoughts. So what I'm going to do, so I make sure I don't talk over you, mm -hmm. is I'm just going to stare you <laughs> dead in the face. And then I'm going to point to myself when I want to say something. And then I'll wait for you to be done with your thoughts. So it's like when they do the little hand raise on a Zoom. <laughs> or when people raise their hands in real life. <laughs> mm, I, you had me with the Zoom. Mm. I think that works better. <laughs> so week five. <laughs> She's already crying. Okay, I'll start. Thank you. It's not going to be as, as detailed as cats because my notes are... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not, it's not detailed. My first note is George Penguins. Oh, so I have a note before that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Which is just that Gemma already knows one of the Casa Boys because of course she does. Gemma has whatever the British equivalent of Alexis Rose lifestyle is. Yeah. She's... She reminds me of Princess Anne and I don't know how familiar you are with Princess Anne. I'm thinking of Sarah Ferguson, so I don't know okay. that I'm thinking of Princess Anne. Princess Anne is actually Charles's sister. Oh. But she's she's very like that deadpan. Who played her in the crown? Oh, is that oh, 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 shh. Sh 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 don't tell me. It was um 
it was uh, not Winona Ryder. I don't know why that name is in my head, but it was uh, Helena Bottom Carter. No? No, no, no. That was Princess Margaret. Oh, then I don't care. <laughs> Princess Anne, to give you just an idea of what her... She she loves horses, too. So uh, very Gemma. Girl. Yeah. Equestrian lifestyle, you know. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I Googled what dressage is. Oh, so did I. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, good for her. It's like, it's got to require a lot of skill and everything. But it's like, if you look at it in GIF format, they're little ponies doing a little hop. <laughs> and Princess Anne... Uh, she got uh, held by gunpoint. Like, she, oh. there was an attempted kidnapping of her. Mm. So, like, this guy, like, drove up to the royal car that she was in. And he was, like, get, he, like, pointed his gun at her. I think shot her driver or something. And uh, pointed his gun and said, like, you're getting in my car. And her reaction was just not bloody likely. <laughs> and if that is not the most Gemma. <laughs> Wait, so what happened to her? She's fine. She didn't get in the car. And then they just left? Well, then he got, like, the police or, like, whoever was around, like, her bodyguard, I think, also got shot. Like, everyone, I think, lived. But, like, it was just an attempted kidnapping. But she would imagine in the moment of the most, like, dire stress you could possibly imagine just going, fuck no. I'd like to think I'd be like that. (laughs) Because I I have been told... uh, by well, I don't know if, I've, if anyone's told me this or I've just heard it on true crime documentaries. Sure. But I've heard that once you're in the car, once you're in the second vehicle, mm-hmm. you are not likely to be found. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah, I unfortunately realize that in moments of stress, I act like a sim, <laughs> arms flailing. <laughs> it's trial by fire, but. <laughs> Now I know. I like to think of you as Mrs. White in the Clue movie when he, <laughs> when Tim Curry is reenacting how everything happened and he rushes over to her and uh, pretends uh, she's, I don't know if he pretends she's the Yvette or the cook. I think it's Yvette. Um, but he just runs over to her and she just goes, ah! <laughs> Every time he looks at her, she just goes, ah! <laughs> Yeah, kind of, <laughs> except arms definitely higher. Right. <laughs> Wait, so who played her? Who played what? Who played Princess Anne in The Crown? I, oh, gosh, what's her name? Erin Doherty? Something like that? Oh. She was in season three, and she was like, it was like the best part of season three. A lot of people said, uh, I don't think I ever finished season three, to be honest. I, I didn't either. I only watched Diana. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the chorus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I like Princess Anne and they kind of have, I don't know how she is in British culture. So Gemma, if you ever hear this, I mean, this is a compliment, but it's just that same like stoic, like nonchalant yeah, determination. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. not like she's, she doesn't, it's not that she doesn't care. It's just, she's very firm. She's yes. a firm-handed woman. Firm-handed, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, back to what you were saying, Billy says that his occupation is picking up penguins at the zoo when they fall over. And I'm so gullible I believed him, even though we've had his intro and he's told us. Is that not true? <laughs> <laughs> we're both idiots. <laughs> No, so he's had an intro, and he did tell us what he does, but of course I forgot. I didn't retain any of that information, as I shouldn't have. And he actually does construction. Oh. We find that later when he's alone with Tasha, and she says, so what is it that you do? And he said, like, roofing and other things. 
I thought it was true. <laughs> so did I. And I believe I my first reaction was like, yeah, we have too many influencers in this film. It's about <laughs> time we got back to the people and <laughs> the penguins. Penguins. <laughs> I mean, construction is a, a people. Yeah. I just thought he was a penguin lifter. <laughs> Same. <laughs> My favorite part of this whole episode is when it cuts back to the main villa and the boys actually did Jax's idea and they put all the pillows and blankets on the lawn and now they're meditating and screaming. It was amazing. <laughs> they scream out their burdens together. Yes. Davide's scream. <laughs> He can do no wrong in my eyes. He can't. I can't stay mad at him for... I can't even get mad at him. (laughs) I would like to point out, they don't know the girls are at Casa Amor yet. (laughs) They did this when they thought they were just getting cocktails. (laughs) They just put out all of the pillows and screamed out their burden. The girls could have walked in at any second in their meds and they didn't care. Mm -hmm. And so the boys find out it is Casa Amor and they are in charge of packing everything. Luca immediately packs his fish flops. Fish flops. Dami packs his ring in the suitcase or says he will. There's, do we ever find the ring? I don't even think we do. Okay. And then, oh, this was sweet. Jay packed everything good for uh, Danica, which was so sweet because he's always rooting for her. There was a moment last week we didn't really talk about, but he does stick up for her in front of the boys because they're all kind of like teasing how she picked Luca. And he said, look, she's made some choices, but she's a good girl and I'm rooting for her. And I do like when it's a situation with those two, I think of a single mom who works to the Reba theme song. Because <laughs> yeah. he packed her like eyeshadow and her best outfits. He's, he's really pulling for her. <laughs> and then Jax is looking through pics of him and Paige. I don't know how I feel at this point. It seems a little forced in my head, but I don't know how you took it. I thought he was gonna, I really thought he was gonna pull through. I really thought he was gonna. Like, I think he, I think the Jax issue is that he's water and fire. What do you mean? Astrology. But what do you mean? Like, (laughs) Like, I think he's probably got like a water, like a Pisces moon and then like a Leo Mars. Mm. And he's probably also like... Like a 50-50. Leo sun okay. and then a cancer rising and then like a, just like all of this stuff. Like I feel like he's just all water and fire. So mm-hmm. he's all passion and emotion. Got and it. And it's hard for him to, to handle impulse control, which is what he and I are going to be working on in therapy. <laughs> for him, I am great with impulse control. Mm-hmm. As we all know, I'm a Capricorn moon. Mm-hmm. Not bloody likely. <laughs> So the boys all chant and jump on the bed before they go to sleep. I really love every season when the boys just turn into Lord of the Flies when the girls leave. (laughs) And and the girls, uh, back to the the packing, the girls are all squealing about their sentimental gifts when they all open their cases. They all have things from the boys, except for India, because she can't find Dami's ring and he didn't pack her any makeup. (laughs) And... Some of the other boys, I believe Luca as well, they're looking through pictures of their girls. Oh, like all of them. They're all like sitting there like sad sacks, except for Davide. And they say, hey, Davide, are you looking at pictures of Ekin? And he just is in bed. I deleted the pictures of Ekin. (laughs) (laughs) And going to Tasha, I 
at this point, I wrote that I really wanted to find her a guy in there because I think she came into the villa originally to explore, find someone, get a connection. And her and Andrew like paired up so quickly that I think they just went with it. I don't think... Were they paired up initially? Were they an original couple? I believe they were. Or at least got paired up by the end of that week or so. But I don't... Like, she's obviously not ready to admit that. He's got... Whatever. But, like, we see this new side of her in Casa Amor. And I really do like it. And I'm hoping she chooses a new path. And that was my first instinct of her in Casa Amor. Immediately I was like, oh, that's a different... Tasha. Like, that's, like, not... Her and Andrew are just so broody together. Like, it just doesn't... It doesn't... I don't like it. <laughs> anyway. Costa Girl intros? Oh, we did not say that Davide only packs sexy things for Ekansu. <laughs> things that she does not wear day to day. Then I have that Josh is obsessed with butts. I yeah. Think, yeah. That was in a Josh and Danica convo. Yeah, but... So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Josh, to be honest. But I don't have, I have enough thoughts on Josh. I don't have enough time to care, really. My worry for the, the biggest worry that I have is that yeah. he's using Danica to get Me in the t- villa. I agree. That is my biggest worry because I, he just didn't, he really should have put in more effort than he did. Yes. And obviously, she was so attracted to him that she put in the effort, even though she didn't want to do any grafting. And it seemed like it. there's a chance it could be genuine and reciprocated, but mm-hmm. I can't get enough of a read on him because he does the thing that I do where he just deflects and roasts as his way of flirting. And mm-hmm. I can't tell if that's his <laughs> method of communication or if that's because he actually doesn't feel anything, mm-hmm. which is probably why I'm single. <laughs> he also... Thinking of it now. <laughs> Glad we had this breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> he also does... Going into that, like, when he doesn't have a comeback, he'll just go for a kiss. And mm. I don't know how I feel about that, too. But I love Danica quoting Donkey and Shrek when she needed a bed to stay in for the night. And she, she goes to Josh, can I stay with you, please? <laughs> okay. Yes, Casa More Girls. So the Casa Girl intros, we have Molly, who's 23, from Southampton, who paid seven grand for her teeth. We have Jasmine, who's 21. She's a nightclub manager from Newcastle. China, 23, from Leeds. Summer, 22, from Hertfordshire. Hertfordshire? Sure. It's an E, but I think they say Hertfordshire. Coco, who's 27, from Surrey. And Cheyenne, who's 23, and she's a trolley dolly from Barnsley. Cute as hell. So cute. Cheyenne's haircut is what I've always wished that I could have. That's the end of that thought. (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to say that maybe I just forget it every season, but these are some of the most aggressive Casa Amor intros that I've seen. It was like every girl was like, yeah, I'll take your man and I'll feel nothing afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) I'll kill you in your sleep and then I'll smile. (laughs) Because we're perfect together. (laughs) You suck. It was like one of Rebecca Bunch's like, Thought processes of how women think. You right. Know what Crazy I mean? ex-girlfriend. Crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her original thoughts on Valencia. Right. <laughs> and then Luca and I believe some other of the boys spot the, the new girls in Casa Amor. Or, sorry, in the villa. And Luca, like the true Pony Express that he is, runs to tell the other boys that the girls are there. And this is where... <laughs> 
Dami starts off by saying, I'm here to explore new connections. To which I say, what? (laughs) And Jax is questioning what his situation is. To which I say, who? (laughs) And then I have that the Casa Amor girls are all shoving down Andrew's throat that he is being walked all over. To which I say, how? (laughs) Well, but we know that. That's been true. Yeah. It just all came at once. And I don't like how quickly he was to let it get to him. So I think that's editing because we didn't actually hear any examples Mm -hmm. and he's made it sound like he's heard what she said. Mm -hmm. And we didn't hear them giving any actual concrete examples of things that she said behind his back. So Mm -hmm. I think that was a much longer conversation that got edited for time. Okay. Okay. He still moves on pretty quickly. I think it, I think it's because he's had this feeling in the yeah. back of his head because he's watched her get to know every guy who's come in the villa. Mm-hmm. So he definitely has trust issues. He can't, mm-hmm. he doesn't know, he obviously feels that he likes her more than she likes him, but she, but he doesn't know to what extent. Mm-hmm. And then he gets this info and it's kind of just like the last straw of, mm-hmm. of you know, he'd been clinging to the thought that maybe now they're strong enough, they've been having these conversations about exclusivity, that they might be faithful to each other, mm-hmm. and this is just it for him, where he's like, okay, now I have six women who have watched her on TV and have seen everything mm-hmm. and are telling me at what the boys have, who have not seen her on TV have also been telling me. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, you almost can't not believe it, mm-hmm. or else you're just in complete denial. Mm-hmm. And then I have that Billy back at Casa Amor makes Paige toast and Gemma's reaction is dry toast. (laughs) And is it just me or does everyone say family orientated? That's a British way of saying it. Is it? So yeah, so we say oriented, they say orientated. Interesting. Yeah. And Ekansu loves Davide. That is my next note. What's the context? Just in general. Okay. I think it was her not going after any of the new guys or... Something. Yeah. It was the first, I don't know. (laughs) I have that Luca says that he's pretty much closed off to Gemma. And the boys start to kind of jump down his throat about like, you Mm -hmm. should be open. Whatever he's like, I'm going to have the conversations. I'm just like, fine where I am. Yeah. And Davide is the only one defending him. And then Jack, who I didn't know his name, so I called him Alphabet Chest, has a famous singer dad and, of course, Gemma would get that out of him. It was Gemma, I think, where, because mm-hmm. uh, her dad's famous. So the first thing she's going to ask is, do you have a famous dad? Uh, that is a prereq for her. Is that how she worded it? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if anyone's going to weed out a famous dad, it's going to be Gemma. Mm-hmm. And They went to nursery together. <laughs> exactly. And the singer dad was in the band Boy Zone. And I obviously had no idea this was another situation like season three, Marcel, uh, where he was in the Blazing Squad and no one knew what that was. So Boyzone <laughs> is another Blazing Squad for me. But he did say that he had that song, You Say It Best When You Say Nothing At All. And I have heard that. Oh. So th- that rang a bell. And Jack 
also has a mom who did show jumping and a sister who does show jumping. So he and Gemma did have that in common. And speaking of things in common, Molly and Luca have a conversation where Molly reveals her last name is Salmon. And they say Luca Bish, Molly Fish, <laughs> but they both don't eat fish. Which is fascinating. Truly. I mean, I think at some point, like if your last name is like shrimp, I don't know that you could ever actually eat shrimp because mm-hmm. someone's going to, if they see you, they're going to make a comment about it. With my last name is Collier, I can't eat coal or <laughs> eat French necklaces. That's what my name means. <laughs> Does it? In French, if it means necklace. And then... Does it? Otherwise, it's a coal miner. <laughs> I took French. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My nail broke. Oh, no. Just now? Yeah. Oh, look at it. <laughs> Oh, no. It's so sad and stumpy. But that's okay. All good things come to an end. Anyway. <laughs> I have that Coco is insanely direct is my next note. Sure. She's talking with Davide. Okay. And she's talking about her ex. And she says, I'm sorry that we can't edit out the sounds of me scooting around <laughs> as my legs get numb. So if you hear strange noises, it's just me changing my position. As again, we are sitting on the floor. <laughs> Coco talks about her ex and says that he went celibate. And Davide, Davide says, he went where? <laughs> oh, oh, this is, okay, so we went to the next episode. Okay. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> do we have anything else for that previous episode? No, I was done with that episode. Okay. I do have one thing for this episode before that, mm-hmm. where I said Billy or someone who looks like Billy, is it George? It was George, uh, says to Ekin, do you think you've found the right guy now? And Ekin Sue just kind of looks at him with her like mystical fi- facial expression and says, why are you asking me this? Yes. <laughs> and that was everything she just flipped it <laughs> would not answer but yeah the coco and davide <laughs> he went celibate so we broke up he went where celibate where is that <laughs> he wouldn't have sex oh, oh no it's not going to be a problem it's not going to happen with me <laughs> it really bothers me that molly doesn't really look at jacks when she talks to him i don't know if you noticed it but every time she would say something to him she'd look away and, like, not even just, like, look away a little bit. Like, her head would pivot at least a full 90 degrees. Oh. I did not notice that. It made me really uncomfortable. Hmm. She sends something. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Every time she sends something. <laughs> but uh, the next thing I have is the raunchy races. I have prawn cocktail crisps. That's a dummy thing. <laughs> I feel like there's just so many different flavors of crisps in the uk versus us right yeah we definitely either we do not have those or i've just never seen them we just sprinkle cheese on all of ours oh yeah (laughs) and yes then i have the challenge as well i don't have too many of these notes but i do have when luca has to kiss the tallest girl in the villa yeah the tallest girl in the villa and on the casa more side they do the same and Gemma's obviously thinking about it. And someone goes, who's the shortest boy in the villa? And then Gemma goes, Luca, for fuck's sake. And I think it's India who goes, okay, okay, it's, it's all going to be okay. And then afterwards, it says the villa won. And Ekin goes, oh, Gemma, that means Luca won. And she goes, yeah, Ekin, I know. <laughs> when I was watching it, I knew you were going to write that down. <laughs> yeah, uh, Casa Moore ended up winning by one point. Then finally, 
India finds the ring that Dami packed for her. Mm. And then Jax and Luca are watching everyone uh, having their conversations and they're being the two bitches in the corner. They're just like, they're watching it as if they're watching the show from back home. (laughs) They're just like sitting together like, oh, look, they're talking. Oh, look, they're talking. Is this when Dami's on the terrace? Or is that later? Because Luca immediately spots that. I think it was, yeah. Okay. And did you notice the mic in the water during the challenge? Yes. (gasps) Scandal. The biggest scandal of Casa Amor. Scandal. (laughs) Oh, then I have Ekin trying to comfort Tasha. Oh, no. (laughs) And she says, she like holds her and she looks really great. So Ekin goes, Andrew cannot appreciate this beauty tonight, but that's okay. There'll be another girl right next to Andrew. (laughs) Ekin. (laughs) Jigsaw. (laughs) She's the game master. (laughs) I like your squid game theory. Yeah, I think Ekin is the squid. (laughs) Yeah, so next I have that Dami immediately goes up, or sorry, Dami goes to the terrace with Summer and Luca immediately spots it because that's Luca. And (laughs) Luca's reaction is, who is that? Do you see that? Someone's up there. Is that Dami? (laughs) Man moves faster than an F1 car. And then both Andrew and Davide kiss Coco. Mm-hmm. And then we're at the fire pit for the, the uh, guys chat where the guys are having their debrief on the kissing. Mm-hmm. And then Dami comes at Luca for no reason. They have that whole blowout argument where Dami calls Luca fake. Oh, yes. I thought you said Davide and I was like, I don't remember. And no, 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 no. No, it was, it was Andrew and Davide kissing Coco and then mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. the boys chat. And then Dami just calls Luca fake. Uh, Luca gets very defensive over that. And mm-hmm. then I think it's both Davide and Jax are both like, like, whoa, whoa, like, I know what he's saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> but whoa. Which, uh, like, if if I were Luca and I had Luca's emotional intensity, hearing Jax agree with Dami would break me. It's the Curtis effect, where it's like you want to be loyal because you're set Mm -hmm. in your relationship, but you want to egg people on to do other shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Curtis just will, even if they switch villas, the the ghost of Curtis remains. His spirit stays strong. (gasps) Who has the pendant, the medallion? Oh, (laughs) The amulet. The Curtis amulet. Well, right now, I think it's, it's, it was, it was Jax. Yeah. Wasn't it? Who had it this season? Who, someone had it first, where I said it, it, it reminded me of, of. Andrew. Well, you said Andrew reminded Was it? Oh, yes, it was Andrew. Mm-hmm. It was Andrew first. I think Andrew has given it to Luca. I think Luca has it now. Mm-hmm. For those of you who do not know, we say the spirit of Curtis Pritchard stays alive through an amulet that gets passed down every season and someone acts incredibly Curtis. <laughs> yes. Incredibly Curtis. That'd be a great 90s coming of age sitcom. <laughs> and at this point, Andrew's going off on Tasha and going for Coco now. I think he won't admit to things. Like, I think he... I think he wanted out of that relationship too. And he also won't admit it. Might be a hot take, but I think he's a little victim-y at this point. Like... Which I know a lot of information is being thrust upon him, but that's so quick. Like, he's not going to be like, okay, this is something I need to talk about Tasha with Tasha. Like, it's like, 
day one or like ponder it for a day like day one he's with coco like after she just kissed davide (laughs) i think that's a scalding take i think (laughs) that it's the hottest of hot takes because i think he absolutely is like in love with tasha and i really think that he has been fighting off everyone else telling him day in and day out that she's just walking all over him and she's gonna dump him at the first chance she gets Mm -hmm. and Finally, like if he wanted to, if he was going to wait to talk to her, it was going to be too late. Mm-hmm. He, it would have had to be after Casa Amor. But day one? I think this, I think he's been hearing this every day for like three, four, five weeks mm-hmm. now. Like I, like for four weeks, he's been told by everyone, bro, find someone else. Mm-hmm. And he's been deflecting, deflecting, deflecting. I think he's just worn down. Mm-hmm. And now seven, why do I keep thinking there are seven, six brand new women come in and they all say the same thing that all the guys have been telling him. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Like, yeah. I think he's he's at the bottom of the wick. Burnt. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that all of Dami's defenses with his fight with Luca were just, if you say so, <laughs> So Luca, Luca's like, Dami, you're a child. And he just goes, if you say so. I think that for being Irish, Dami really does not have that quick Irish fire in his, when he's talking. Like, he doesn't have, like, the quick comebacks and, like, the banter and, you know, the Irish chat. Are we, are, are we known for the chat, the Irish yeah. Oh. Like, they're always like the, you know, we can give it out, but we can take it. It's mm. the Greggs and the Moras. Oh, and yes, yes, Yeah, yes. they're always very fast, mm-hmm. like, very funny. And I think Dami has, like, energy, like, he should be funny. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Sometimes. Yeah. I would say he's funny. He's got, a like, a quiet humor. I think he's got, like, a six, six to four ratio. I'm less amused by him these days, but I was finding him very funny. I just think he's not, he doesn't have the crack, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the quick, the rapid fire. Mm-hmm. I think he just needs to, like, he thinks of it. Yeah, he, he, does. he does. more, he's less of a joke writer and more of, like, a writing funny comedic scenarios, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we're interviewing for him for a position. <laughs> well, you didn't get it. <laughs> And I have that Jay's just watching the chaos. And I think this is my favorite reaction because this is how I was sitting in my room watching this whole Casa Amor go down. Just Jay mouth agape, like, what is going on? All the guys are going after these girls. All the guys are fighting now. Jay's just single in the middle, (laughs) not knowing what's happening. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. One of the things that I was disappointed with this week mm-hmm. was that we didn't get a lot of Jay. Yeah. I only really saw Jay with China. I didn't see him talk to any of the other girls, which mm-hmm. he may have, but we just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he did, but I thought this was really going to be Jay's week and I didn't get a lot of Jay. Like I wanted as much Jay as I got Danica. I actually, I don't feel like I got a lot of Danica either, to be honest, like comparatively. To Maybe the- it's because I really just don't understand uh, China. Like, like I couldn't get a, a a vibe on her. I couldn't see the the. Like, she seems very like quirky and very like. Um, I'm so sorry that I keep doing this, but the only way I know how to describe her is Aquarius. <laughs> like very. Is she, 
I don't know. Okay. But like a very uh quirky um individual. Like she's she's really funny. Mm-hmm. And she has these like under her breath kind of comments mm-hmm. that are like hilarious. But I never saw the chemistry between her and Jay. I didn't understand that. I saw it, but I didn't see it grow. So I saw it in conversations that they had, like kind of when they were mm-hmm. not matched up, but you kind of know who was picking. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't see the introductions. I didn't see like the the courting if there was any like the yeah. previous conversations that kind of make you go oh they, they would be cute together kind yeah of thing. whereas i saw that click immediately with danica and josh, josh. and mm-hmm. so i felt like maybe that's why i felt like i saw more of her mm-hmm. but with jay and china i just never saw that click and mm-hmm. so i didn't feel like i was getting enough of his storyline yeah and i was very confused just overall why people were calling luca fake He's not fake. He's just an agent of chaos. Well, Dami did apologize for mm-hmm. the, using the wrong word. He, he wanted mm-hmm. to insult him, but not that way. Yeah, he's like, you know, you're not fake. Like, you're not uh, saying... Uh, he's Well, he was saying you're, the way you feel towards Gemma isn't fake, but you are kind of saying one thing and doing another. Like, you are saying, like, you're you're preaching you know loyalty mm-hmm. and in your actions and all this stuff but then you're saying to everyone you know this is your time to explore new yeah, connections yeah. you've got to be open and blah 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 so i think uh he just meant i don't even know if hypocritical would be the right thing it would just be like um shitster he's he's he has conflicting attitudes mm-hmm. but i also think it's in a way it's i wouldn't say it's fake i think it's kind of like when a guy at a bachelor party is like, obviously I can't do anything, but hey, you guys go have fun. Like mm-hmm. you guys explore whatever. But then I guess it's like if someone in the bachelor party had a girlfriend, even though they don't have girlfriends, but it's like they were like seeing people. But like you would still do, you know, like, but and, again, in the outside world, it's different from Little Island. I don't know. But still, even with that mentality, it's weird for Dami to call him out on it. After Dami's made choices. Well, that's why he's calling yeah. him out on it. Is because he's unhappy with the choices that he himself has made. Which Luca calls out. Because <laughs> Luca observes everything. Yes. And Luca's sleeping outside. Yes, he is. And I think it's this episode where he, like, makes a comment, like, oh, she's sleeping in a bed with someone. Like, it's over. And I'm like, do you... Gemma is not... She's not going to sleep outside. Gemma would never (laughs) sleep on a couch (laughs) outside. Yeah. Anywhere, but that is her bed. That is her territory. Yeah. And if a guy just happens to sit there, he has to stay on his side. Yeah. She is a house cat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then I have Davide kissing Molly now. And... Jay is kissing China. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. And then I have the next episode. Yeah. I don't have a lot for this episode three of this week. I, you know, again, just don't see the chemistry between China and Jay. Uh, Andrew and Coco were getting closer. And like, I, that was my, one of my biggest concerns. And I, I knew in the back of my head that it was happening where he was just getting to know her because of him being mad at Tasha. But I was hopeful that he was actually feeling some kind of connection. I was hopeful that even if his mind was still on Tasha, that he was genuinely interested in getting to know Coco. I was hoping he wasn't using her. I think that, honestly, Andrew and uh, Luca broke the amulet in half. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they each have a it's not like a friendship necklace <laughs> and they each have a half right now a perfect crack <laughs> right it's, down the middle <laughs> it's <laughs> that was a parent trap reference <laughs> for anyone wondering and yeah i then tasha and billy have their kiss billy is like the biggest like salesman thank you like car salesman yeah i hope he switches careers either if he's not gonna pick up the penguins <laughs> then he has to go into sales <laughs> then do us all a favor and go into sales <laughs> he and jack fincham could sell pens together and then the guys who did south park could make a musical about it <laughs> god i miss jack fincham <laughs> People have been saying that their relationship was fake, or, like, he only cared about her because of her dad, Danny Dyer, uh, which I don't believe. No, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe it. I'm glad we don't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) That would break me. Yeah. (laughs) Let's carry on. Sure. At this point, with Andrew and Coco, I don't think all of it's on Tasha. Like, again, maybe a scolding take, (laughs) but... No, I think he needs to take responsibility for his actions. I just see Absolutely. no accountability there. Like, no, well, no. Well, I don't think anyone, none of yeah. the boys, their whole thing was anti-accountability. They mm-hmm. were saying, let's ban <laughs> accountability. <laughs> they, yeah, that was never a card on the table. But I think, I think he is doing it because Tasha has pushed him so far that it's not an excuse. I just think that's mm-hmm. the reasoning. I do, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that... You know, as much as he does need to take accountability for the actions that he took, I also haven't seen any accountability on her end for the stuff that she's done either. Yes. At the very least, I'll say that she will talk with Andrew about it after, it, even if it's happened already and she doesn't take accountability. But I don't think she's honest when she talks to him about it. It's They're just so confusing. I don't want them together. Like, I just want them separated forever. And I can't tell you how much it pains me that I have, like, three more episodes to to write about them right now. And But I do love that Luca comes in from outside every morning to check in on everyone and see how everyone's (laughs) night was, because he is never going to get over the mess he is. And Paige feels like she can't be herself around Billy because she had a good night with him. I don't know. Everyone is going after Billy, or Billy's going after everyone. He... I don't know how I feel. I liked him at this point, but that's because I thought he picked up penguins. (laughs) And Davide says that he thought about Ekin while getting to know whoever, Coco, Molly, whoever. Right. He's just a proud man, but I think he loves her. (laughs) And they're like a really fucked up version of uh, Lizzie and Darcy. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're Emma and Knightley or something. Like, they, they are... Did you send me the... 10 things I hate about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we didn't come up with it, but Twitter's gold for Love Island. They did a 10 things I hate about you poster, but it was Davide and Nick and Sue on the front. 10 things I hate about Nick and Sue. <laughs> They're taming of the true, for sure. I think what I don't like about Andrew is, like, he feels very, like, malleable to me. Sure. And that's, with Tasha, without Tasha, it's just in general, like, I don't like that bendy... Ness. I didn't get that from him. Okay. I think he's really tunnel visioned her. Mm. Like, and I don't think he's the kind of person who would normally listen to outside opinions. I think that's why he's stuck by her side for so long. Mm-hmm. I think she is very malleable. She's the Lucy of, you know, season mm. five, where anyone's opinion on who she's with and what that makes her seem like, oh, we haven't seen this version of you in so long, whatever, like that. 
that definitely has an impact on her. And so I think she's the bendy one. And I think every time she bends a little bit, he's just like a stick, like trying to like hold on to her. You know what it is? It's like when you see, uh, like imagine if you will, um, like a, a swamp or like a, like a bayou, um, just like a thick, quick sandy type mud. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a large like stick in that mud I'm not calling him a stick in the mud, but for this for this uh, metaphor, he is a literal stick in some mud. And then, like, because of the environment, you know, like, and people littering, a plastic bag, say, for example, a Target or a CVS bag, flies by and gets caught on the stick. You know, the handle loops around the stick. Mm-hmm. And the stick's really firmly in that mud, right? And the, the, the bag, it's, like, windy. There's, like, trees, and the bag is, like, ugh. You know, and so Tosh is the bag. Tosh is like, I wanna, I wanna go here. I want, ow! <laughs> I hit my arm on a, on a open cabinet door. Um, back to my thing. <laughs> back to me. Back to the stick in the mud. <laughs> so, so the bag is like, ooh, I wanna go this way. I wanna go that way. Whichever, whichever way the wind blows, I wanna go. And the stick is like, I wanna stay right here with you. And sometimes the wind dies down, and the bag is like, oh, okay. This could be fun. We could stay here together. But as soon as the wind picks up and the wind is like a a bombshell, you know, it's a new islander. Mm -hmm. It's anything. Mm -hmm. It's like a whisper. It's like a a, she slept the wrong way. You know, like the wind could be the wind could be a consume (laughs) and and she'll just go wherever. And so he's he's trying so hard. But I think now the winds have really picked up and the wind in this case, it's like a like a, a, a fast wind. What's a fast wind? Like a like a um, tornado. <laughs> a tornado has come through oh, in, in, the, cumulonimbus clouds. <laughs> in the form of six beautiful women, women who have entered the villa who have all said, no, Andrew, you have to let her go. And the, the stick just snaps. <laughs> and Andrew does not bend, but he is now broken. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I see it that way. <laughs> Tosh is the bag. <laughs> Target bag. She's the plastic bag. <laughs> My next note isn't even about them. <laughs> but I have that page. There's so many chances to be with other people, and she's not taking any, and I can't help her anymore, and I don't know. She's going to get so hurt, and it's just coming, and I, like, the last thing I want to do to a woman in Casa more is say anything around... I told you so, or any of those notions, but I'm a little bummed that none of her friends are like, please talk to someone else. (laughs) And Jax is also kind of reminds me of Josh in season one, too, as well as Max in season one. Josh, or Jax screams season one to me. Yeah, that I see that a lot. But I do think Paige did speak to someone. And she tried. It was Billy, wasn't it? And probably if yeah. fucking only spoke to Billy. <laughs> like she really tried because then there was a the whole thing about where she was like, honestly, I think we should just be friends. He was like, Oh yeah, I was gonna say that too for my end, and then she was like, yeah. You weren't. Yeah. Like <laughs> But but yeah, she did try. I know, but then you have things like where she says, like, oh, I can't name one red flags and run one red flag in Jacks, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's true, because you know, from what he's told her, which is that he's never cheated in a relationship. You know, like, Mm -hmm. like he's like a laddie type guy, Mm -hmm. but like, and that's what she's used to, like the banner, like boys club, whatever bullshit Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that 
she from from his the actions that he had taken thus far and the words that he had said thus far with those words and those actions aligning she couldn't fault him yet Mm -hmm. so then i have that dami jacks and andrew like hold this kind of ritual where they all decide to cheat again they turn into lord of the flies when the girls are gone but this year it's an extreme it was always the i'll do it if you do it yes and it was so scary. It was and it's so like, scary. no, like, if you're going to do it, put on your big boy pants and cheat on your girlfriend. <laughs> and of course, Luca immediately appears. Like, he, like, <laughs> it's kind of like Toontown. Like, do you remember, like, those little, do you remember Toontown commercials where, like, they put, like, a little black carpet on the ground and then they could just pop in and, like, Aww. transport to another, like, area? And of course, Luca does that when he hears drama. It's a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Luca's a black hole. But it's not a carpet. They carry it like a rug, don't they? Yeah, but it's a hole. Yeah. It doesn't double as a rug. <laughs> no, if you step on it, you'll fall through. <laughs> it's like the absence of a rug. <laughs> it's the anti-rug. <laughs> and then I have... India's getting to know Deji, and they both want to go to Tokyo. Which they both think is a country. Did they say that? I think so. Oh, okay. They said, what country do you want to go to? And she was like, oh, I really want to go to Tokyo. And he was like, oh, I want to go there too. And they start talking about other countries and they mm. keep going back to Tokyo. And which for all listening, in case you don't know, Tokyo is in Japan. <laughs> and Deji gets attacked by a fly. <laughs> and I just like how he handles it. Because he just goes, can you move, please? You're cramping my style, my guy. <laughs> Here's what I have to say about Luca. Because he is so messy. But he's constantly watching everyone else. And I like to think that he was the second ghost face. Like, he's the recruited one. He's not the one with the master plan. Like, Ekin Sue could be, like, the Debbie Salt, like, the Billy Loomis, like, the one who is all-knowing, you know? But they need that loyal lapdog who writes every move down and who's just wandering the villa. <laughs> kind of like a himbo version. Like, yeah, like, she's the Corella and he's, like, the... Who are they? Horace and Jasper? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's the uh, henchman. Yeah. So, he, but he's disposable. Yes. He doesn't know that, though. Right. Such a shame. He thinks they're going to get married. Yeah. And he thinks the master plan is like they're secretly together and mm-hmm. it's going to work out for them. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just, he's the himbo. <laughs> sweet, sweet himbo. <laughs> sweet, sweet Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> then I have Andrew isn't doing this to get to know someone. He's doing it out of revenge, which we've talked about. And then I have Jay laughing and is, like, just shocked about Andrew. And he just goes, he's like a dog in heat. (laughs) I think this is when Andrew and Coco were making out or something. And then I have Paige is just so blind to Jax that Samuel is giving the most astute observation of her man. A college-level essay (laughs) about all the things he's observed about Jax. And Paige just goes... Yeah, I mean, he's flirty, for sure. And I can't... It hurts to watch it. (laughs) Because I know what's coming now. But, like... And I know how he is acting in the villa, too. Well, I think it's hard. Because then, in her mind, she's like, well, you don't know him. And it's like... But you have to consider, okay, he's watched the show for Mm -hmm. four and a half weeks thus far. So he, he knows... He, he has seen his actions mm-hmm. and she could be like, but you don't know his, you know, I intentions know. or his heart or whatever. So I think she's just, you know, a romantic. Yeah. And it's hard. That's what hard hurts to watch. Yeah. Oh boy, the villa's a mess. 31. 
So the first thing that I have is the the slow-mo of L-Train, Laura Whitmore entering, and she has pink hair, mm-hmm. and it looks so good. All pink. I love it. So good. And then I have that Jax talks with Molly, but then talks with Cheyenne, and is definitely giving them both mixed information. Mm-hmm. And then I have that Dami and Jax chat, and Dami's just so excited to have a little cheating buddy. Right. And then Jax ends things with Molly mm-hmm. right after they've had a flirty conversation. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I know we just had that conversation, but also I'm going to pursue things with Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. And then I was confused because I thought Ekin had pied off George. Like, I thought she had closed the door on George entirely. And then we find out there was like a mutual touching happening under the covers. It was so vague that I don't know what that meant. It was like a like, like a, a fondle kind of like a like a mutual double fondle. Yeah, crisscross arm fondle. But I don't know how I feel about that. Like just exploring, I guess. But it wasn't like a. She said it was so hot under the covers Did that she? they just had to. No, she didn't mean. She meant temperature wise. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she said it was so hot temperature-wise mm-hmm. under the covers that they just, you know, it just happened. Like, things got heated and they touched each other and helped each other out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which comes into play later, and I guess, <laughs> I just, the, I, the power of Ekansu. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Ekansu. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Ekin tells the girls they just chatted and laughed as friends. And George tells Ekin that he didn't tell the boys anything, even though he absolutely told all of them everything uh-huh. immediately as soon as they woke up. Mm-hmm. And then I have that Andrew is crying to Jax over Tasha. I didn't write it down, I don't think. All right. And then we get the <laughs> recoupling texts. Oh, I have a little more. Okay. I have a little more before the Whitmore. Aww. <laughs> How do you feel about Luca not saying a word about the guy's behavior? Just, like, smiling or laughing through it? Same with that, like, bachelorette or bachelor party mentality? I mean, I don't think he should be egging them on. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, like, he can't be responsible for their behavior. Yeah. So whatever they choose to do, I don't think he should stand in the way of that. Because that's, like, him, he's not always going to be there in their relationships to tell them to be like the moral compass, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really has been egging them on mm-hmm. and, and you know, co- it, trying to almost like convincing them to, yeah. to do stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that, but I wouldn't expect him to say anything because that's been his mentality the whole time. I think that would be <laughs> hypocritical. If he was yeah. egging them on and then told them, oh, you really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And then I hated, I hated the whisper. I think Jack said it to Dami or vice versa. One of them said, if you're kissing under the covers, then so am I. And Tommy has, like, the three-way kiss in bed. And it's just, it's such a mess. And then I really, at this point, wanted Tasha and Billy to pair up. Because I don't know why everyone only went for Billy, but (laughs) just get her with someone else. (laughs) Then I have Jax in the pool with Cheyenne. Okay. Which. We saw it. There was a connection. Let it be known. (laughs) And then we have a bit more Whitmore. Choo-choo. Yes. But there was a part right before Whit comes in where Jax tells Dami, we'll be in a couple after tonight. And I thought initially I felt like an accidental spoiler on the producer's part because it seemed like they were saying they were going to stick with 
India and Paige mm-hmm. because they that's the only way that those two would be single and would be in a couple. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, oh, okay, that's spoilery. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't the case. Um, so then L Train has pink hair and a pink dress. Mm-hmm. We love. And then straight into the recoupling. I'll just say she walks in like a disappointed teacher who just found out how her class behaved when the sub was around. (laughs) Andrew cannot even look at this woman. (laughs) Nope. So Jay's up first. He couples up with China. Mm -hmm. And Danica comes in with Josh. No surprises there. And he looks so happy for her. He does look so happy for Mm -hmm. her. And then Davide sticks with Ekansu. Thank God. Ekansu sticks with Davide. And then... The, The best part was Laura going... Do you trust her? And he goes, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dami comes back in with Summer. And the way that he said it, or I guess it's he doesn't come back in. He He's there already. But mm-hmm. he says, uh, Summer's not over yet. Whatever bullshit. See, the Irish crack just isn't there. It's, it's not, not good. It's not, it's not even funny. Um, and the girls thought that meant he was staying with India because mm-hmm. he was like, summer's not over. But they, they didn't know the girl's name was Summer. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as she was like, he was like, I'm coming up, coupling up with Summer. They were like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So he coupled up with Summer. India comes in with Deji. Thank God. And then Dami and India have this rapid fire back and forth. Sparks are flying. And when I tell you I screamed when she said, may the best heartbreaker win. Yes. I was like, every fiber of my being was on fire. They can't, they can't get rid of her. I don't care if we, I don't, I don't care what the British public votes. We have to keep her. (laughs) That is a winner. Put her soul in the amulet. (laughs) (laughs) That is a winner mentality. May the best heartbreaker win. She just found out this guy. She doesn't even know. But her instincts told her to bring home Deji, and she was right. Absolutely. And did you notice how she was, like, kind of fine? Like, when they both kind of paired off with other people? Yeah. And then he made a big scene of it. Yep. Despite... Because of his ego. I I cannot believe... This is the opposite arc that Love Island has, in the past, given me. Like, I've seen people go from horrible to my favorite. Season three is a great example of that. (laughs) And then we have this. I don't know where it's going. Not looking great right now. We have five more weeks. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But oh my God. And then Luca sticks with Gemma. Gemma sticks with Luca. They are reunited. Then we have Andrew uh, coupling up with Coco, which all the women are shocked. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, okay, so Tasha must be coming back single then. But no, because Tasha comes in with Billy. So how are these girls going to throw daggers at Coco like that, knowing what Tasha chose to do? I just didn't want her to stay single, so I'm glad she came back with Billy. What I wanted is I wanted her to stay single, and I wanted Andrew to to genuinely find someone else. I wanted him to come to the realization that Tasha was not right for him. I think he handled that like a big baby. (laughs) I mean, I think he... That was like, I mean, it wasn't, but in in the grand scheme of the show thus far, that was really the final nail in the coffin. Because it was like, it had gotten to the point where everyone was saying these things, 
he believed them, mm-hmm. but there might have been one little glimmer of like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I'm still right. Maybe the, her feelings are genuine. Mm-hmm. Maybe she changed. Mm-hmm. And then for her to come back in with someone, that was like the solidifying they were all right the entire time. I just want them to never speak again. <laughs> yes. So bad. But I feel like you're really on Tasha's side. I'm growing a little more on Tasha's side, to be to be honest. Like <laughs> I'm so not. I'm not on either side. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I think it's messy. I don't think they should be together to begin with. I do think Tasha has a lack of accountability. And I do think she, like, she says things that she doesn't mean or changes her mind a lot. But the the way they left it was they are open to knowing other people, but they only have eyes for each other right now. Right? So then that's how they left it. Well, yeah, but Tasha had been saying, like, I... I'm going, I've decided I'm not going to get to know anyone else. I'm mm-hmm. going to tunnel vision on you. I'd like to be your, and he said, where do we go from here? And she's like, I'd like to be called your girlfriend at some point. Like they had talked about exclusivity. Yeah. That's where they had left things. And that's what makes me think they should just never speak again. Because <laughs> they are so crisscrossed in everything they've ever talked about. And well, that's the thing is that you keep saying they, but I don't think that's the case. I think Andrew was always like, okay, we talk about it. I'm on this page. And then Tasha does the exact opposite of what they talk about. And then that's when things get crisscrossed. It's like, he's, he's, the, he's a stick. <laughs> you bring up that stick. <laughs> and she's the plastic bag. <laughs> I just think he has a victim's mentality. And I don't think that's going to change. I think that's with any relationship that he's in. And I think that Tasha has to work on accountability and being clear in what she wants. I think that's the thing, though, is that I don't even think she's not being clear. I actually genuinely think she is being a little bit deceptive. And I think that he does have a victim's mentality, and mm-hmm. I think that he absolutely should work on that. But mm-hmm. I also do think he's he's been victimized by her this whole fucking time. I just need him to, like, step up then. Like, I think he's acting like a baby right now. Because I, I don't think he wanted to believe it. And I think, I think ev- and everything that he does, like, after this point in terms of getting back together with her, which I do think, you know, maybe, I, like, there's five more weeks it yeah. could happen. I yeah. don't know. With the show, the show is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think that any step he takes toward getting back with her, that's just insanity. That's, like, expe- expecting a different outcome from doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to end right there at the re- recoupling. I thought it was going to be, like, they both come home with separate people and Andrew goes, well, that's it then. Or something like that. But the way he acted was just like, you did it too. Like, that's how my head went. Like, you both fucked up. Like, you both went other ways. Right. Maybe not even fucked up. Maybe you just knew deep down that you should right. be together. So I didn't like that it was like a lot of blaming. Where it was like... But it's because no, he I get wouldn't it. have done it. I get that. Yeah. But also, you're in your 20s now. Like... It's a weird reaction to Isn't it crazy public. how the postcard was literally seven women? Six! Why do I think there's seven? Six, six plus the amulet. Who do you Curtis see? is the seven. <laughs> Jax and Paige I have next. So Jax decides to stay with Paige. Cheyenne looks like she's going to cry. Mm-hmm. And Paige sticks with Jax. Very happy reunion. But then this new thing of talking to the Casa more people is messy. And I, I'm right in saying this is a new as of season seven with the Millie Lily situation, right? I don't even know if Lily was asked, like Laura specifically asked the Casa more girls. I don't remember if, if she did the same thing with Lily or if Lily just said, ah, 
can I just say something or something like that? I think Laura asked. Laura asked. Okay. I think she said, did you see yourself standing here right now? Because mm. they know. Yeah. Like, and they obviously want that information. And once the Casa girls go, usually mm-hmm. that's it. So, like, they wanted that information to be known. And Paige immediately shoots Jax a look before, I want to call her Lily Cheyenne. Is even done speaking or even starts speaking, actually. I wrote the exact same thing. Paige immediately looking over at Jax with disdain after Cheyenne says, I feel like I had a connection with someone, as if Paige just knows. Jax is in his Mad Men era where he thought that he could work in the city and do whatever and then have his little wife at home. Okay, Mad Men spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> the plot. <laughs> so then. Uh, Molly spills on Davide and I almost thought for a second Molly was gonna talk about Jax as well I thought it was gonna be a double Jax whammy it was such a wasted opportunity to not say oh and Jax (laughs) yeah I thought I thought it was gonna be uh but it wasn't but this is the the funniest part because Ekin is so mad and she literally cannot be mad when she gave George a handy not to mention the whole sneaking around with Jay on the terrace thing. Yeah. So this is round two of their relationship. So I yeah. If we're starting fresh, then it's solely just the George thing, which I still don't fully understand. Like, but still, her whole her whole test yeah. quote 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 <laughs> was being loyal, mm-hmm. and she's so mad at Davide for getting to know someone, which really for him is payback because of Jay. Mm-hmm. And instead, she just gets furious at the even the idea that he might be getting to know someone else when she literally had a physical connection with someone that's, mm-hmm. that was much worse than his. Yeah. I loved her reaction, though, because it was still like they were like laughing through it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then Andrew and Tasha have their post-mortem convo. Well, what we think is a post-mortem convo. And Andrew tells Taja he kissed Coco because he was hurt and he probably doesn't see a future with her, which made me want to murder him. Yeah. And then Paige and Jax have the first of their conversations where she ends up walking away crying, which is the first of many times that happens. Mm -hmm. And all the girls are running after her. And that's all I have for that episode. I just wanted to say goodbye to Sam because he spoke the truth and then headed out. (laughs) And then I just love that Laura doesn't have a whole spiel she just goes i'm gonna leave yep (laughs) and says bye yeah and now the episode we just watched together oh sorry (sighs) then i have that davide grabs food before talking to akitsu did you see that yes of course i saw it his little sandwich before having his heart to heart (laughs) i just can't get mad at them i love them i can get mad at ekin but i can't get mad at davide (laughs) Is that, am I misogynist? Yeah. Okay. I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> and then I have that Luca and Gemma, Luca's mad at Gemma because she, she didn't sleep outside. And I don't know how to tell Luca this, but she was never going to do that. She like, wasn't. We know that. Luca, you know that. Yeah. He Trust her. He, he didn't stay mad. <laughs> yeah. And then Billy and Andrew were talking and I was like, why? Why are you doing yeah. that? Why would you ever do that? And then at the end of that conversation between him and Tasha, he says, whatever you do, Tasha, I'll support you. Bullshit. Like, <laughs> And Jax, when they're fighting, when he's fighting with Paige, he goes, we got in bed, you know, like trying to explain everything. She goes, no, I wasn't there. I don't know. (laughs) And then India and Gemma are going off after hearing about what Jax said, like about being single. And then we have a promo for India and Dami's chat. And then we have 
I, I, I say we need a movie night. I think that was the best part of season seven. Whoever's idea that was, bring it back. Yeah. Because I'm no waiting one, for it. No one can believe they each other. They have five weeks. They can't be. There can't not be. Everyone has I want lied. movie night. I want headlines. I want tweets. <laughs> I want it all. Mm-hmm. 33. Yes. The episode we just watched together, mm-hmm. live and in person, and held in all of our reactions. Um, the first thing that I wrote down was if, I think that if Paige called me hun in a negative connotation <laughs> ever, I would just evaporate. Yeah. You don't want to be a bad hun. I don't think I could ever exist. You couldn't. No. Like, I think it's over for me. I would just like to send a shout out to whoever put in this messy love intro, meaning the, was it Nat King Cole? Oh, L yeah, yeah, yeah. Is for the way you look. <clears throat> Knowing full well that the most dramatic recoupling just happened. Would you consider this recoupling more dramatic than season five? Absolutely not. But just in right. their in their lives, yeah. this is the most dramatic thing to yeah. happen. <laughs> well, they also advertised it as the most dramatic recoupling. So I was like, did you watch season five? Because I did and I cried. So <laughs> I cried rewatching it, showing my dad who Same. Tommy I've was. watched it six times <laughs> and I have cried, I think, almost every time. <laughs> is that the one that was nominated for a BAFTA? Yeah. Wow. I knew it was that season, but wasn't sure if that was the Casa Amor scene. Yep. And then Jackson Page have these conversations where they say, well, we knew you were going to be this way. Like, we knew you were going to do this. But it was That's like unhelpful. The, what is that? Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. Why would you stay with that? Yeah. I wrote, with the amount of Sam Smith this show plays, I need him to either be a surprise performer or get a deal or something. Yeah. Pretty little thing. <laughs> is that what it's called? I don't know what you're talking about. The Molly Mae, like, pretty little... Oh, uh, yeah. PYT. Yeah. <laughs> pretty but Pretty Little pretty Liars. liars. <laughs> Uh, I want Sam Smith to get a Pretty Little Liars deal. <laughs> <laughs> is it Pretty Little Thing? No. It's pretty, pretty Little Thing? That's what it's called. Is it? it I think so. It, or, sorry. You know what? Fuck it. If Sam Smith gets in the style. In the st- <laughs> Sam Smith in the style collection. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I think I used he, him pronouns and Sam Smith uses they, them pronouns. I want to apologize for that. That was unintentional. Thank you for, <laughs> for doing that. Yeah. And next we have, I just wrote that Andrew, Dami, and Jax are a nightmare trio roaming the villa right now. They shouldn't talk to each other either. Right. <laughs> Jax and Paige just both crying. Just constantly. I love that Coco is a mood and she's just over this whole thing. Like she's just going around the villa. Oh, she's, she's not talking. Mad. No, no, no. She's, she's not even really, like she's had a chat with Tasha, I think, by now. But she's just kind of like twirling her hair, just like. Oh, she's mad. She's oh, for she's, sure mad. She's mad, but she's over it. Like, she does yeah, not yeah. want to be in this situation. She realizes she got, like, screwed. Yeah. But back to Jackson Page, he's the worst type of apologizer where he admits to what he's guilty of only with no feeling behind it. Like, just to switch it to his, to how he sees it. So he'll be like, yeah, of course I kissed three girls. But that's only because, like, it's just, it's so, you can't fight with it. And it's so annoying to watch him <laughs> come back to everything Paige is trying to say to him. <laughs> yes. Then out of nowhere, Jay reveals he doesn't feel anything with China anymore. What? And then just cuts it off. This is I, where I 
was slapping my thigh and turning away. I was so confused because I was like, first of all, yeah, I know. I didn't see it, like, which means the chemistry wasn't there. <laughs> but how are you going to decide that? It, like, it's been a day. Not even. Has it? This is, Not it was like... faster than, than Anna and Jordan were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I have Dummy Comfort's page about Jax. I don't. Are we done about China and Jay? Or, yeah. Oh, I guess so. I I, I was so shocked. <laughs> I don't know why he's not giving her a chance or... And she sensed something was weird. It was just... It was very odd to have it be after a day. Yeah, especially when she was, like, trying to cuddle him in bed or whatever. And he just like, was not having it. Yeah. Like, literally 24 hours later. Like, yeah. just so weird. And then what did you have, Dami, and what? Dami's comforting Paige as if Dami hasn't been egging on Jax this whole time to also cheat or, right. or explore new connections. Right. I saw your reaction to that. And I knew it's what you were thinking. I was so mad. Yeah. And then I had a feeling like, does Dami like Paige? No. Okay. I think Dami's, Dami is also in a way the Curtis because all the friends, all the girls are friends with him mm-hmm. and he wants to give them advice that he shouldn't be giving them advice mm-hmm. on. He's got that amulet somewhere. They're, they broke it into, they <laughs> they turned the amulet into the crown for Mean Girls at the end where they just broke off pieces and threw it to all the guys. <laughs> And I don't really understand why everyone's trying to salvage Jackson Page. I wish Gemma would just say, hey, don't be with him. Right. I know they can't really do that, but, like, right. someone should. Ekin? Ekin would do it. I mean, I to be fair, I really do think Jax wouldn't fuck up again. Okay. Like, I really think that he, like, especially if he was telling the truth about having never cheated before in a relationship, I think he would be loyal to Page. Yeah, I don't, I don't, but I appreciate that you think that about a person. <laughs> See, this is what it's like to have an open conversation with someone with different beliefs than you. <laughs> We're making it work. <laughs> oh, God. And then who said, oh, I knew I should have wrote down who said it hmm. because I, I was like, oh, I'm not going to forget who said this. What, what, what? Uh, it was... I think it was, oh, it was Tasha, I think, with Tasha and Andrew. My intention was not to hurt you or upset you at all. I'm not that kind of person. I saw you typing it. I'm not yeah. that type of person. And I was just like, I, but you are. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing yeah. about Tasha is that, like, maybe she should be. Like, I think she's so afraid of being that type of person. I'm like, maybe maybe it's okay to be a bitch. Yeah, maybe. she is. She is Naomi from season one, but she's just not accountable with it. She's Naomi with no accountability. She's also, I don't think she's as, as, Purposely, yeah, yeah, calculating as yeah. Naomi. I, I don't think that. But I think she's like a baby, a baby Naomi. I think she's like posh energy, which I get from Naomi. But I don't think she's, I don't see her as like a, like Naomi was such a good villain to me. Like a, Because I think she owned what she was yeah. doing, whereas Tasha is playing like the innocent doe-eyed Bambi. Yeah, she And she's she like, whereas when every guy had come in, she'd been like, oh, you know, I think I do want to get to know them, like, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, telling Andrew, you know, you know, I really, you know, like you a lot. And, like, you know, I think she yeah. she leads people on. Yeah. And I do think she just needs to, like, God, I feel the, the day she owns up to things, <laughs> she can have a win. Like, yeah. But I, I, I do, I'm curious more so, like, where she would go in the villa without Andrew. Like, that's all I want. Like, yeah. I don't want her to go home. I want her, oh, I want them in separate rooms right. at all times. Right. Now, what do you think about the whole Billy flirting with Gemma situation? So fucking weird. So weird. In the villa, or in the Casa Amor, I guess he was, like, f- open to meeting everyone. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Shoot your shot. 
maybe I was blind. I didn't see Tasha as a full ticket into the villa. Like, mm. I thought he there was something there, whether, yeah. like, it fizzled out later on or whatever. Right. I don't know. But the Gemma thing was so fucking strange to me. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And... I was like, oh, I really want him and Tasha together because I was hoping that he could be like her Joe Alwyn mm. when her reputation has never been worse. Right. <laughs> and then I think he's going to start listening to Andrew a little bit because Andrew's just been trashing Tasha the whole time. And then he goes on to talk with Gemma. And I think Luca's wrong because it's not really Gemma's problem. I think he should just, like Ek and Sue said, just keep an eye out, not watch well, he knew. He knew it wasn't, like, with her. But yeah. I think he got insecure and just yeah. wanted to see where her head was at, which I think was very premature after, like, one conversation. His, his insecurity is going to be his downfall. When she literally did not move an inch. Mm-hmm. This man was, like, trying to touch her and take her beanbag, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was literally just sitting there in a towel and her sunglasses not moving. Yeah. It was so weird. And Ekansu and Davide are watching because they're workout Barbie and Ken. Right. <laughs> in the corner with Luca. But I thought it was... Workout Boris and Natasha. <laughs> and it was just so... How did you feel? Because I thought it was... I mean, I was almost. I was weirded out a little bit because I, I truly couldn't tell if Gemma was entertaining it. Because it was obvious he was flirting. Like, mm-hmm. that was very clear. So I, I, But I can't get a read on her. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell. Because she's the same way with Luca. She yeah. has that flirting style of, like, I'm just going to shut you down. Like, yeah. know your... She's like, she, she keeps saying, like, you know, know your place. Like You've that's, been here less than 24 hours. Sit down. Know your place. Exactly. So, like, I, I can never get a gauge on her. I think that he jumped the gun. Mm-hmm. He being Luca, not uh, oh. Billy. I also think Billy jumped the gun. I mean, I think, like, I, I don't know why this is happening now and not in Casa more. Yeah. Like, that's strange to me. Yeah. But I, again, it's like the, you know, Love Island, shoot your shot, do whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think Luca should, should trust her. Mm-hmm. And then I have everyone getting ready for the night and Davide doing the Dyson hair drying with oh. Andrew for a blowout. <laughs> yeah. And then I have that Ekin Comforts Coco, which I thought was sweet because none of the girls have really been talking to her too much. Yeah. And... Then I have Paige and Jax again, mm-hmm. to which Jax says, I don't want to lose you. That's it. And Paige says, lose me like you had me in the first place. Oh, the burn. But also he did. <laughs> he did have her. Like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, that's the one that Sarah screamed and had a visceral reaction to. <laughs> I was like, these come back. <laughs> ah, I come back. <laughs> And Jay is now friends with China. It is so weird. And she was cool with it, so I guess they didn't really have chemistry. I don't know. And then India's face when Dami and her are talking, and Dami's trying to, like, really excuse himself with what he's done. And he says, well, we kissed. Well, she kissed me. And India's face is, like, there's an immediate little, like, twitch. And then he fixed himself. He was, like, it was reciprocated. Like, blah, blah, blah. And she says, and I I think he asked, like, if she kissed anyone. And she goes, well, I'm a heartbreaker. I'm not disrespectful. And I loved it. Yes. And then she says, you made your bed. You're lying in it. And he goes, well, we're both lying in it. And then she's like. (laughs) Like, he keeps trying to make her blamed. And it's like, she only did that because she had an inkling that you were going (laughs) to pair with someone else. They don't even need postcards this season. No. (laughs) They're doing the producer's job for them. And then I have that Tasha's talking with the girls. After talking with Coco, she realizes everything that they've done, including 
sucking tits. Not my quote. That's Coco. And Tasha says that he's playing the victim, which I agree with. I'm glad that someone sees it. I'm sad it's just Tasha because no one's going to believe her. I want Andrew to go home, to be honest. I don't know who he's going to find in this villa at this point. I want Tasha to go home also. Mom and dad. <laughs> Not my mom and dad. <laughs> they, Yeah, I mean, I would rather Tasha have another shot with someone else. But now Billy creeps me out. So I don't know if I want her and Billy together. All three of them can go. <laughs> Send them all home. We have too many people. They don't fit in one room. Yep. Ian Sterling is so happy with all the cocoa puns he gets to bake. Yep. <laughs> Andrew says he didn't remember the pool kissing and also didn't remember the tit in his mouth. Things aren't looking good for him. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. What I will say is that I think, uh, and this is a generalization, um, but I do think people that have a more, like people who have the traditional female mindset, like typically women, but like, People who are more in touch with their emotions. I, I don't know. I don't even know. Because I don't want to say, like, women do this and men do this. Because I don't yeah, think yeah. that's an accurate statement. But I don't know how else to phrase it. So, okay. like, forgive me for what I'm about to say. For how I'm about to phrase it. Um, I'll figure out a better way to say it in the future. But I think that stereotypically, but also... Just say it. Please, <laughs> just, yeah. please just say it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just... I think women remember those smaller moments more. Like, I think for men, they remember big the big hallmark moments mm -hmm. and the smaller things tend to fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. I think women tend to put more meaning in the smaller things like that, mm -hmm. especially like smaller physical actions. Like they will be, they will give specifics. They'll remember those things. Those things are ingrained in your brain. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like, you know, for a guy, it's like, oh yeah, we fucked. And then, you know, <laughs> it was great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was the plot of any 90s to come episode. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Right. So I feel like, I don't necessarily think that he was omitting things to be deceitful. I think he may literally have just not attributed meaning to those things. And therefore, they may not have been top of mind. Yeah. In that case, I don't think it's fair to do the same to Tasha when that was just a one kiss versus... Oh, I'm not mad at her for kissing Billy. No, sorry, not you. Andrew, I mean. Oh, oh, oh. And yeah, no, that was crazy. Yeah. So I just think they're like, <sighs> I think he's mad because he knows that hers was meaningful and his was not. Yeah. And it just sucks for Coco too. It sucks majorly for Coco. Let's keep Coco. Get everyone else out. Yeah. <laughs> Coco can stay. I love her. I <laughs> also love her. <laughs> and then we have our favorite part. The part we watched thrice. Thrice. We watched it thrice because <laughs> we kept laughing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> we get missing parts of the conversation. To set the scene, Tasha's <laughs> with the girls talking about Andrew because Andrew's walking by and her, she's livid. It's it's amping up. She's about to snap. And she does because she yells. She starts yelling. She says, I don't know. What does she how she, she said She says, uh, like, I, something like, I don't even know what to do. At this point. Of course, you can walk by me right, right. now. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm, like, fuming and blah, blah. Uh, then she's like, because you're a liar, as she shouts it to him. And, of course, emphasis on, like, you're a liar. And then Davide hears it. And he's not facing her. He's sitting on the beanbags. But he just, like, casually, like, turns his head 90 degrees to kind of be over his shoulder in her direction. And he just goes, that is my line, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> And this is where we had 
to rewind it the first time because it was so funny to begin with. It was so funny. We rewound it the second time because then Ekansu and all the girls go, oh, Davide, not the time, not the time. <laughs> and then he goes, well, what is the trouble now? <laughs> And then Tasha gets mad at Davide for defending Andrew. I genuinely don't think he was trying to defend Andrew. I think he's defending his yeah, lie. I think <laughs> that he was he coined the phrase. Yeah. Did not, liar. <laughs> did not know what the fuck these two are talking about, <laughs> but wanted to make sure everyone knew that was his line. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Ekin knew that. She was like, not the time. Not the time. <laughs> yeah. And then does anything else happen after that? We had such a fun time with that. I don't even remember, but I do know that there is going to be a public vote for a favorite couple. Yeah. And the God, it's not going to look good. I don't even know who I would vote for. I don't even <laughs> uh, Can we do favorite individuals? I would do, I would do Ekin and Davide. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this, yeah. There's no question. Yeah. They've messed up and I still root for them. Like, right, right, right. They're the only two that, for whatever reason, are accountable. Somehow, those two are the well, most. Uh, Ekin's not quite. Ekin hasn't told Davide what she's done, but they. Understand. I don't think she's going to. Honestly, I think just, it's gonna be movie night. I think they just understand each other. Like, I don't even know if he'll get mad at movie night. Do you think he will? I think he would get mad at her because the loyalty thing is a big thing for him. But I think she will try and gaslight him. Be like, oh, so what? Like, friends do that. I yeah, Tasha. I think that's the reason why she's like quote forgiven him so mm-hmm. easily is because she wants to be able to use that in the future yeah of like i forgave you for yeah. what you did mm-hmm. yeah we have the voting for the favorite couple i don't trust the british public with this but i also don't know who they're gonna pick so that's fine with me this I is guess. That's one of the very few times where i'm glad it is them and not me I, yeah i have i have a lot of faith they're gonna save davide and ekin davide and ekin uh india nika Gem and luca and that's that's all i got <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't Coco. Coco's not. Coco will probably be, uh, oh no, she isn't. No, she's in a couple with Andrew. That's not safe. That's not safe. I don't know who's safe. I don't know. I like half of the couples most of the time. Besides Ekin and Davide and Gemma and Luca. I think I don't like any of the couples all of the time, but I have favorite individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Point is, no one is safe. We can't vote. There's nothing we can do. And God, would we even vote in this in this election? <laughs> well, it is our right. We do have to vote. We it's don't. our duty. Famously, it's our we don't. Civil we duty. Don't. <laughs> civic? Civic duty. Civic all, duty. All of the duties. <laughs> what, uh, Boris Johnson resigned. Because of this? Because of Love Island. <laughs> Look what's happened to Love Island. Because of Casa Moore. <laughs> no, but we can't have a say in it. This Casa more happened under Boris Johnson. We're going to remember that. <laughs> His final <laughs> action was this week. So did Levin. season seven. Let's remember that. Mm. Didn't Haley in season four, like, know him or something? Probably. Has she been prime minister since season four? Yes. I think so. I don't know. Haley knew some people. I swear she was a spy. <laughs> I don't know how British government works. <laughs> We left it. (laughs) Well, final thoughts? What a week. (laughs) There's definitely some, I'll say, double standards from the guys to the girls. Like, I think the guys as a collective are going after, like, Nia, Tasha, and I know those are two separate cases and everything, but I don't like how the guys all group together. 
And I know that happens. It's like pack mentality. But it's not cute. Like, no. a lot of seasons, it's like, oh, they're, they're funny. Or, right. like, they're goofy. And this season, it's, like, very vicious. And yeah. I don't have fun with that. <laughs> it's it's the, I think, when they were fighting um, Dami and Luca and everyone, mm-hmm. I think whoever it was said it best that was, like, the boys stick together. Like, the guys stick together. Yeah. Like, it's, it's that's the mentality. And it's so weird because then yeah. they say the girls are their friends, but it's, like, they're not in the pack. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, boys versus girls yeah. this whole season. It's vicious. It's a vicious season. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes, but I hope my favorites are happy. And that's all I can say. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, if you've enjoyed this episode, you can send us a message and say hi. Uh, our email is rtypeonpaper at gmail.com. <laughs> We're also on Instagram at rtypeonpaper. We're on TikTok at rtypeonpaperpod. You can rate the podcast in the podcast app or on Spotify now. That's a new thing. So go ahead and give us a rating there if you wish. And you can also support the podcast. You can go to our link tree, which you can find in our Instagram bio. The first link says donate exclamation point. You can become a monthly supporter or a one-time supporter. Any support helps. And we thank you to everyone. Uh, We thank all of our supporters who have donated thus far. It's been really helpful for us in paying our editors and making sure that we can pay a fair wage and also uh, helping with our rent. So uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for you. This has been so fun. Happy anniversary, Sarah. Happy 60th episode. <laughs> How crazy is that? What? Here's to 60 more. <laughs> Probably in this season. <laughs> it's so weird having to say goodbye to you when you're still going to be here. I know. I don't get to... I, I'm not hanging up and just going to the bathroom because I have to pee by the end of every episode that we record. Right. <laughs> Aww. Well, here's to spending time together after this. <laughs>